Welcome to Magical Storybook, a collection of children's stories from around the world. The Emperor's New Clothes Many years ago, there was an emperor who was so madly fond of elegant new clothes that he spent practically all his money trying to look well-dressed. He didn't take much interest in his soldiers, nor did he bother much about driving into the forest or going to the theatre, unless, of course, it was to show off his smart new clothes. For every hour of the day, he had a different suit, and if at any time you were to ask where he was, you would surely get the reply, The Emperor is in his dressing room, and not as you might expect. The Emperor is holding a meeting of his councillors. In the great city where he lived, life was always gay and lively, and the streets were crowded with visitors coming and going. One day, two swindlers arrived in the city and told everyone who was willing to listen that they were weavers who could make the most beautiful cloth imaginable with the most elaborate patterns and in the richest colours. And they also claimed that the material which they put into the clothes had the most remarkable quality. It was invisible to anyone who was stupid or unfit to hold his job. These would indeed be fine clothes, thought the emperor. If I were wearing them, I should be able to find out which men in my kingdom were unfit for the posts they held, and I could distinguish the fools from the wise. I must have some clothes woven from this material without delay. And he gave the two swindlers a large sum of money in advance, so that they might begin work immediately. They set up two looms and pretended to be weaving, but in reality there was nothing at all on their looms. Then they demanded to be given the finest silk and the costliest gold thread, which they proceeded to put into their own pockets and worked at the empty looms late into the night. I should really like to know how they're getting on with the cloth, thought the emperor after a couple of days but the idea that anyone who was stupid or unfit to hold his job would not be able to see it made him feel rather uncomfortable. And though he was confident that there was nothing to fear as far as he was concerned, he still decided that it might be better if he sent somebody else along first. All the people in the city knew what wonderful powers the material possessed, and everybody was eager to find out how clever or how stupid his neighbour turned out to be. I will send my honest old Minister of State to the weavers, thought the Emperor. He is the best person I know to judge how the stuff looks. He's got good sense and no man is more fit for his post than he is. So the worthy old Minister went along to the hall where the two knaves were sitting and working, or rather pretending to work. Heaven preserve us! thought the old man with a start, opening his eyes very wide. I can't see anything at all. But he didn't say a word about it. The two cheats begged him to be good enough to come closer and asked him whether he did not think that the design was the most pleasing and the colours the most beautiful. They pointed to the empty looms and the poor man stared and stared, but he couldn't see anything, nothing at all. 
for there was nothing there to see. Am I really so stupid? Is it possible that I'm not fit for my job? No, it would never do for anybody to find out that I couldn't see the cloth. Well, sir, will you not say whether the material pleases you? asked one of the weavers. Oh, it's most attractive, most charming, answered the old minister, peering through his spectacles. What a magnificent pattern! Oh, and what pleasing colours! Yes, I shall certainly tell the emperor that I'm most pleased with it. Well, that is very gratifying, said the two swindlers, and then they gave the names to the shades of the colours they had used and described the rare pattern. The old minister listened most attentively, for he wanted to repeat it all when he got back to the emperor, which is what he did. And now the two knaves asked for more money, and yet more silk and gold thread, which they said they needed for their weaving. They stuffed it all into their own pockets. Then, as before, they went on working at their empty looms. Shortly after, the emperor sent another honest official to see how the weavers were getting on with their work and whether the cloth would soon be ready. Exactly the same happened with him as with the old minister. He just stood and stared, but as there wasn't anything on the bare loom, he couldn't see anything. It really is a most beautiful piece of cloth, is it not? asked the swindlers, pointing out the intricate patterns and asking him to admire the exquisite colours that weren't there. Stupid I most certainly am not, thought the man. Perhaps I'm not fit for my job. Anyway, I must not let it be known. And so he praised the material and declared his satisfaction with the rich colours and wonderful patterns. To the emperor he said, Yes, the weavers are doing a remarkable job. The cloth is exquisite. All the people in the city were talking of the magnificent cloth and at last the emperor decided that he must go and see for himself while the material was still on the loom. Accompanied by a number of specially selected officials, he went along to the two cunning knaves who were weaving away for all they were worth without thread or fibre. Is the work not truly magnificent? asked the two officials who had already been there. Just examine the pattern, your majesty, and the exquisite colours. And they pointed to the empty loom, for they thought the others could see. What's the meaning of this? thought the emperor. I can't see a thing. This is quite frightening. Am I stupid? Am I not fit to be emperor? This is the greatest disaster that could happen to me. But aloud, he said, The cloth is most beautiful. It has our highest approval. And he kept nodding his head with satisfaction and gazing appreciatively at the empty loom. He would not, he could not, admit that he saw nothing. All the officials who were with him looked and looked but saw nothing any more than the rest. But, they said, how beautiful it is, splendid, magnificent, exquisite. And they advised him to have clothes made from this magnificent material and to wear them for the first time at the great procession which was soon to take place. The emperor presented each of the swindlers with the cross of the Order of Chivalry to wear in his buttonhole and the title of Knight of the Loom. 
The whole night long before the morning of the procession, the rascals sat up and worked, or rather, pretended to, burning more than 16 candles so that people could see that they were hard at work to complete the emperor's new clothes. They made cuts in the air with huge scissors. They sewed with needles that had no thread. And finally they said, Look, the emperor's clothes are now ready. The emperor came along with his high-born cavaliers and the two knaves raised one arm as though they were holding up something and said, Here are the trousers and here is the coat. Just look at the cloak. The whole suit is as light as a spider's web. Your majesty will not feel any weight at all, but that is the beauty of it. Yes, indeed, agreed all the cavaliers, but they couldn't see anything at all, for there was nothing to see. Well, the emperor took off all his clothes, and the cheats behaved exactly as though they were fitting him carefully with each garment, even pretending to fasten the train, which was then to be carried behind him in the procession, The emperor turned round and round in front of the mirror. How splendid your majesty looks! How beautifully the clothes fit! They all exclaimed. What a design! What colours! Oh, how truly magnificent is the general effect! They are waiting outside with the canopy, came this announcement from the chief master of ceremonies. I'm quite ready, said the emperor. The chamberlains who were to carry the emperor's train fumbled about on the ground with their hands as if they were picking up the ends of the mantle and they made as if they were holding something up in the air. They dared not let it be noticed that they could see nothing at all. And so the emperor walked in the procession under the magnificent canopy and all the people in the streets as well as those looking out of their windows said... How incomparably beautiful are the Emperor's new clothes. What a magnificent train he has to his mantle. How perfectly it all matches. No one would let on that there was nothing at all to be seen, because by doing so, they would have shown themselves to be fools or unfit to hold their posts. Never had the Emperor's clothes excited so much admiration. But the Emperor hasn't got anything on at all cried a child. Good heavens! exclaimed his father. Everybody started whispering to one another about what the child had said. The whispers grew louder and louder until everybody at last said, But he hasn't got anything on! The emperor got the uncomfortable feeling that what they were saying was only too true. But he thought... All the same, I must carry on with the procession. And he drew himself up and walked proudly on, and the chamberlains held firmly onto the train that wasn't there at all. <laughs>